0: This is Mr. Bean with Mr. Bean's podcasts. Remember, if you have any information leading up to the arrest or conviction of the murderer of Barry J. Bean, please respond to at Mr. Bean Podcast One on Twitter or Facebook at Mr. Bean's Podcast. You can also like and follow on Pod Bean and leave a comment. Thank you. Have a blessed day. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, we're going to talk about mental health. Kind of what I went through after all that. Happen and you know kind of the trials and you know what really helped me out, uh, the people that helped me out. So in McCurden County, that's where all that happened. You know, after that, I went back home to where I was, or I'd say I'd say home, went back home to Geary, uh, which is in Blaine County. So you know, after all that was done, I mean, I never really processed any of this, you know, because I was there, uh, you know, I was around family members, and then you know, I moved back to Geary. You know, and when I moved back to Geary, I didn't. I moved back pretty much by myself. I would say uh, I had a relative that moved in, up there with me. Uh, he got one of the apartments, and uh, you know, I moved in. You know, we moved in, but you know, basically, I was raising myself. You know, I, you know, I was more mature than at that time than than the the, the adult quote unquote was. So you know, as, as I was there, uh, you know, I moved back. You know, and just. You know, nobody knew. Nobody knew what was going on. The, the people that needed to know knew. You know what I mean? Some of my friends knew and stuff like that. Uh, my youth group uh, director, she knew. My wrestling coach knew. Uh, the lady I, I live with in, on and off at the time, she knew. Um, you know, it was it was when I moved back, you know, they were saying it takes a village to raise a child. That's exactly what happened in my case. You know, if, if it wasn't for some good people, you know, looking out for me, uh, man, I would have, you know, who knows? You know, I don't know. Who knows what would happen? I would end up probably moving back to uh, to Broken Bow, you know. And I think I think one of the the, the good things I did was leave, uh, not stay in Broken Bow because you know the thing about being in Broken Bow or McCurtain County was I was still buried being son. And then you know, right or wrong, people have certain expectations about you, you know. And, and you know, being buried being son, there were certain expectations about them. You know what I mean? And, you know, and not to say that. You know, I wasn't doing a, uh, a good job that I uh, get in trouble myself at that age because I was, you know what I mean? I was, uh, you know, I was a troubled kid, obviously. Had stuff that I went through, you know, I just didn't, I didn't process stuff the way everybody else did. And I, instead of, instead of doing the right thing, like focusing on being a kid and growing up, you know, just being a kid, I'd already seen more stuff at the age of 16 than most people had ever seen their own life, uh, you know, and and to this day, some of these people, sensing and stuff, and and that's not, and uh, that's no fault. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad for them. That's that's good. Thank God for them. They didn't have to see any stuff that I had to see. Thank God for them. Uh, but at that age, like, it just there's too many things that that that, that I would, like. Certain friends that I hang out with, they was having issues. I'm like, come on, man, that's not an issue. You know what I mean? It was it was the the worst thing uh the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you you know what I mean I just didn't you know uh what they was thinking was a big deal I didn't think it was a big deal and then it wasn't just you know any specific uh you know event or any particular event it was it was you know anything that was going on you know what I mean it was just the fact that I had to grow up too fast you know and I was looking at stuff you know it was I would just start, I'd already went through most of it. I'd already went through a lot of feelings and stuff, and you know, I just, you know, it, I just was not I always like, you know, I hung out with older people from from the get go growing up. Anyway, you know what I mean. So, you know, people my own age, you know, we hung out and stuff. And don't don't get me wrong, I had some good homies my own age. I mean, that's I mean that's different. But you know, ever you know, I just feel like people. I was just different. You know, for, I I got you know I was the guy that that wouldn't like their parents would to let them hang out with me and stuff, you know, and, and why is that? Because I was doing a good job of getting in trouble, you know, or being in trouble and and nobody really knew what was going on with me because I didn't want to tell anybody, you know, and it goes for anything too. Like, you know, for the longest time, like talking to my uncle now, he didn't know a lot of stuff that happened when I was younger because I just didn't want to tell him. I don't want to tell anybody, you know, even when my dad was still alive, you know, no matter what was going on and, you know, and at, at my house with, you know, my mom or, you know, whatever boyfriend that, that i didn't like at the time you know what i mean it was the same stuff you know i, I was handling it on my own i felt the attitude that i had you know what i mean i was i was a teenager thinking i was grown and instead of worrying about being a kid i was worrying about being an adult and then you know, when you lose your dad you know you come back and then Oh man it was just tough on me that was a bad year for me obviously but you know i got back i, I kind of i went back i jumped into sports just like i was you know. You know, I jumped up in, in the football and then, you know, after that and, you know, then I go back into, you know, wrestling. You know, one thing I, I regret dude, is, that, you know, I just had a middle, like, I guess a middle break at that age because, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't take losing weight no more. I was cutting weight the wrong way. You know, I, mean, I wasn't eating healthy. Even if I knew how to eat healthy at that point in time, which, I, I mean, I couldn't have did it. You know what I mean? Uh, I was just eating trash. I didn't know how to shop for food. I mean, they give us a damn... Food stamp card, and we just go get whatever we needed, we could, or we thought we needed. I wouldn't think about eating healthy. You know, it just wasn't. But, you know, anyways, I say that to say that, you know, I, I let my depression get the best of me. And my depression, uh, I decided to do that, I didn't need to wrestle no, no more that year. And, and I regret that big time. You know, I had a really good wrestling coach. His name was Coach Sertanani. And uh, Coach Sertanani was my PE teacher when I was a kid before he was actually my wrestling coach. And this dude every since I was little he was checking me. Every since I was little he was checking me. He knew I had an attitude problem. He knew that I was getting away with stuff. I didn't need to get away with. He knew that I need, you know, to start hold, holding some responsibility for myself. And, and you know, he knew that, you know, but unfortunately it took for the, you know, worst case scenarios for me to to understand what it was saying, you know. I I was able to come back my senior year. And I and that was probably the best year I had. I mean, I was I wasn't a great wrestler. I mean, I was a good wrestler, but I wasn't like champion or nothing but you know wrestling wrestling to me is such an important sport you know when it comes to this mental tough toughness because it's just I mean at the end of the day it's just you and another guy on that mat that's your adversity for that moment at that moment that's all that matters you don't have to worry about anything else anything else that just that moment you gotta worry about that person that's on the other side of your mat you're about to compete I, I think it builds so much mental toughness you know for you know, for me, when I went to the, when, when I did end up joining the Army, you know, going through basic, you know, I mean, my wrestling coach is tougher than the drill sergeants was. I mean, he talked to me tougher. You know, I, I believed him. You know what I mean? I believe Coach Ferdinand. I believe that dude. Drill sergeants, you know, I could, you know, they're, at the end of the day, you know, they're doing a the job. At the end of the day, you know, they're doing a the job. But I believe Coach Ferdinand. So, when, when it comes to stuff like that, man, I was, all right, cool. I, I can handle it. Uh, I can deal with this, you know, it's stressing me out, you know. Only thing I have to do is be physical, be physically fit and move on. It takes a village to raise a child, you know, and, and, and uh, in my case, you know, that was, that's pretty much true. You know, when I got back, uh, there was just so many people that helped me out that, you know, other I didn't have food, you know, because like I said, we wasn't good at shopping for food and, you know, the, I had people and I, people from my friends had come over, you know, they was eating if I was eating, you know, I just, I didn't. But I only had so much, you know what I mean. So then you run out of food and stuff. There was friends that let me come over to their house and eat their food and stuff. I mean, I had, a <laughs> I know it was just a couple of times I'd go over to people's house and like, hey man, I ain't gonna lie, dude, I just don't have no food, dude. You care if I get, you know, a bowl of cereal or something? You know, that's just the way it was. And I, I didn't, and nobody looked down on me. Nobody did nothing. You know, they they was just there to help. Uh, like I said, I didn't really say a lot of my story. The people that needed to know that knew, I guess. You know, I just didn't. Just, like I said, I was trying to escape it, bury it. Didn't want to talk about it. You know, I mean, doing this podcast right now is is the most that I've ever that I've ever tried to process any of this. And I'm not gonna lie, it's been tough. You know, it, it's it's been real tough. You know, when you get your um, built up emotions that you just tried to hide for all these years, you know, it, it gets it gets rough. You know, and and like I said, I tried to run from it, but. Not really run from it, I just want to think about it, you know what I mean? But there was a point when I was in the military that I started making phone calls to see what was going on with my dad's case and stuff. And, you know, my little sister'd come up, stay with me. I can't remember if it was before or after she was there, but you know, I was talking to them and you know, I just kinda made decision that, you know, I didn't think my dad would want me to be wasting my energy on this, right? Because you you wanna set you wanna think people are doing their jobs and they and they probably are, you know what I mean? And I'm sure they are, but if you don't know, with with that being said, I decided just to kind of back away and just wait for something to happen. You know what I mean? And you know, and, and also, too, I got a little sister, too, that you know, I didn't, man, I, you know, honestly, I didn't want her to have to deal with the shit I had to deal with. You know what I mean? I didn't want her to think that, you know, because she, she was like, and she was an infant when my dad passed away. So I didn't, she only remember him. you know what I mean? So, like, why put any, any thoughts in her head, any preconceived thoughts in her head about what's going on or what happened? Why, why should she have to lose sleep over it? Why should she have to think about the stuff I have to? She shouldn't have to, right? The crazy thing about that is, is the reason why I'm on this train is now is because my sister hit me up. I was like, all right. You know, so I just jumped in hot and started making phone calls and I figured the best thing I could do was just get the story out there to get people talking about it again because, you know, in that time period when everything was going on, the group of people that he was hanging out with and stuff, you know, who knows, right? I mean, you just never know, you know, who did it or, or what's going on. So... I just wanted to get people t- talking about it again. And, you know, and if to put any pressure on anybody, you know what I mean? Like, to do something, you know what I mean? To make a decision of what direction they're going to take this case in. But at the end of the day, I feel that I'm deserving of an explanation. And if that explanation is X, Y, or Z, I need to know it. As far as my mental health goes and, and depression, uh, when I was, after all this happened, Uh, And, you know, like I said, I went back home and the depression, you know, it hit me pretty hard, you know, Uh, you know, I ended up quitting wrestling, like I said, and then, you know, luckily I was able to come back and, uh, you know, finish off my senior year, but avoidant, you know, I mean, uh, the, 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 the wanting to not have the conversations, you know, the, the, the willingness to appear to be okay, even though you was drowning inside, you know, that, that's just one of the things that, that I did. I was drowned inside and not everything was okay. You know what I mean? And and, and I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't the best kid. You know, there, there was a reason why people didn't let, wouldn't let their kids hang out with me. You know what I mean? There was a reason why that, you know, and at the time I didn't understand it, you know, but now as an adult, I understand that only job is to protect your own kids. So why would you want your kid hanging out with somebody that's doing their own thing and my own thing, I mean, getting in trouble, you know what I mean? And, you know, I was put on a juvenile probation, and uh, while I was on juvenile probation, uh, I had to, uh, you know, get in trouble again because I wasn't learning my lesson. And so, I, I, like I said, I was living in an apartment by myself, but, you know, I had a, a really good lady named Shelly. She she took me in. I was really good friends with her son. And, uh, you know, she was able to take me in because when you're on juvenile probation, you have to call. Someone has to call a house. An adult has to be accounted for. And at that time, uh, the other adult that was living with me, he had already left uh so you know i moved over there and i'm not sure really how it worked out i don't know how it worked out but shelly since shelly was there i was able to live with shelly and the probation officers would call and i would check in and i would stay home you know and and like i said i I kept getting i got in some more trouble you know and it it took you know uh shelly and uh one of my youth group leaders you know they sat down they sent me down and talked to me because basically when i just didn't come home i think is what happened you know they, they talked to me you know and Like I said, I was still getting in trouble, you know, and one of the issues with that is is they extend up extending my probation until I was like 18 and a half, basically because, uh, you know, I was fighting and stuff. And, you know, at that age, you know, I mean, to me, a fight was a fight. I mean, if somebody won the fight, we just fought. I mean, it wasn't, it was just a schoolyard fight to me, but apparently uh, their parents didn't think it was at the time. And. So I had to go to court for that, and then, you know, talking to this dude named Judge Moore, I mean, talking, that was a, boy, I ain't gonna lie, I thought I was scared, I thought I was going to jail. So, I I mean, to me, it was just a a fight, right? But then you start taking assault, and he's telling me about, you know, people my age, if they was 18, that's a year in jail, and man, I ain't gonna lie, I was tearing up in court, I was crying. I was like, man, this is it. But uh, ultimately, you know, I got another chance, and then uh, I was able to, you know, I was, I was able to stay out of trouble, you know, just take, you know, people making hard decisions for you, people telling the truth, uh, because that's what you need to hear, you know, and I had that happen a couple of times. You know, when you out when you're out doing stuff and you know, you ain't supposed to be doing it. Sometimes it's easy to do something that you know you ain't supposed to be doing. You keep it in the back of your mind, it'll be okay. But, you know, mentally at that age, I really hadn't held accountable for a lot of a lot of my, my stuff. Once I was getting close to you know, it was too late. You know, I mean, I always had friends that was I was always, I always had people that were to look out for me. My youth group director, Melinda Miles, she would hold me accountable, and that's what I needed. I needed somebody to hold me accountable, uh, to talk to me like, "Hey, you're you're grown. Well, let's talk grown then, And I needed people like that in my life. You know, Melinda was my uh, youth group teacher as well, and you know, so when it come to you know when she was talking to us about the Bible explain it to us preaching it to us and stuff like that i always have questions it was real hard for me to just sit down and just listen real hard for me i, I if something didn't make sense i had to know you know and then got to the point where sometimes that she'd have to have her uh, her ex-husband now Gibb, gib would come up and talk to me after it was over with you know as that you know as that as that male figure he would he would talk to me in a way that i would understand you know what i mean it wasn't a, a message that was meant for everybody that he would talk the way he would talk to me i'm sure but you know he would talk to me in a way that I understood like I said earlier I grew up too fast i mean i did finish off my senior year you know what i mean but it, it started off rough that year uh you know i was still me uh, i was still i was still I was still myself you know so there's a a certain that attitude that i had i, I couldn't the attitude i had for whatever reason when it was couldn't focus it on the right things, you know what I mean? Like being the being the best. What do you need to be the best at at that age? You know what I mean? I I was doing, wanting to be the best at all the wrong stuff, you know, because that's just that's just what I knew. You know what I mean? It's almost it's just like it was in my blood or something. You know, I had to doing the wrong thing was was right to me, or you know, vice versa. You know what I mean? But you know, I just had a bad attitude on me. You know what I mean? And, and that bad attitude translated in, into other things and it gets worse you know what I mean and and you know after my dad died I know there's not much that can get worse after that but it almost did I mean it almost did get worse for me we had a good football scrimmage and me and my buddies went out I can't remember who was scrimmage I mean it was a really good team but I did really good on defense and uh, you know so I went out with you know a couple of my boys and went to another town and you know and and stuff just got sideways at that point. When, when you're that age, you know, you're thinking you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof and there ain't no way you're going to lose anything. And I almost lost my life. And then, you know, you come to a, come to a couple days later in the hospital, you know, swollen up looking like an elephant, not knowing what's going on. You know, then you have to, you know, hear what's going on. You have to realize that, you know, what had happened. You, you have to just take all that in. Like, shit, I almost didn't make it. So from that, after that point, I realized, I realized a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? I realized a lot of stuff about myself as well. And, 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 you know, obviously I wasn't near as tough as I thought I was, but that wasn't really the point. The point was that I was out trying to do dumb shit after all the dumb stuff I've already seen. After I know what happens when, when you are doing dumb stuff, I still went out to do dumb stuff. At the end of the day, it was like it's in my genes, man. At that point in time. And, uh, you know, after that, I was like, man, this is, this ain't worth it. You know what I mean? I had to end up missing, because that was a scrimmage. So we haven't started football yet. You know, we're still doing scrimmages. I ended up missing like the first six games because, you know, stuff went bad that night. Stuff just went bad that night. And what would that do to me? I mean, it changed me. Yeah. I mean, it changed me a lot. You know what I mean? I thought I was, you know, you know, so I moved on, you know what I mean? But my, my, I wasn't as aggressive as, as I was. So, hey, when it comes to football, I, I mean, I was running back. But, you know, I, I had some wheels on me. But uh, when I came back, I feel like I had like a little more issues I wasn't trying to get hit. If that makes any sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Used to. I, I'd see a couple people. I'd just run, try to run through them. It's just what it was. When I came back, hell no. I didn't need no head injuries. You know what I mean? That's what was on my mind. You know, but that that attitude changed. it did, you know it did. Uh, I think it helped me in wrestling because it made me. You know, the thing about wrestling was is my attitude. Man, I I mean my attitude was messed up. I I would have like you know because I, I work with you know kids and wrestling right now and stuff and uh, the the youth wrestling and you know I I I would not have wanted to coach me, you know. And and you know I've told other people that too. Like man, I, I man, thank God I didn't have to coach myself it'd be so frustrating because it's my, I was going to win the way I was going to win. And, and if, if I, I, mean, I was going to lose because of whatever reason. And usually I was losing because I wasn't listening to the coach, you know, coach take a double leg. First thing I do tie with, them. you know, I'm headlocking the day coach, you know, and I know it's frustrating. You know what I mean? I know it's frustrating for my coach, but thank God my coach never gave up on me. Thank God. Thank God. You know, I took all that in and, You know, that's really what the the it just just, felt like it had it had to keep getting worse for me before it started getting better. Then you know, once once I started to realize that man, (laughs) life ain't about this stuff. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta figure out a way to straighten up and you know do better. And and, you know, I think that changed me. You know, at at that point, I moved forward. You know, typical. I I I did what I did. You know, I ended up graduating school that year. By the grace of God and some good teachers, you know, the, the Miss Johnsons, the Miss McKinnis, the Miss Clevelands, you know, the Mr. the uh, Mr. Warwicks, you know, I just had some good teachers that didn't give up on me. If it wasn't for them good teachers and, you know, the coaches and the, the adults that raised me, you know, outside of everything that was being done, I mean, I, if it wasn't for them, I mean, what would I just do? You know, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm here now because of people like that. So God bless. It is what it was, you know, no matter how isolated I want to make myself feel, there were still people there that was willing to help. It's just, I was this mode where, you know, I could take care of it. I could take care of it, you know? Hence why I guess I pushed it off and I didn't try to process anything for so long. Like this podcast right now, this is the most I've ever processed it, the most, right? And, and I'm not going to lie, it's been tough. You know, it's been real tough. You know what I mean? And I don't, I've been battling the, of which way and what direction I'm going to go with the podcast, but I just don't foresee myself every week doing something like this. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to do a follow-up or if anybody wants to do a and a we could do that over that stuff. I mean, that that's that's easy money, but I just don't want to be, because I know some of these podcasts, people are like, well, why is it only like 15 minutes? Well, it's 15 minutes because that's cut out of, you know, a long time of me making passes, you know, your emotions get involved. 15 minutes might've been hours, man. Turns into you thinking about it for the rest of the day, maybe a couple of days, maybe weeks. You know, it's just draining, man. Uh, it's just draining. My plan is right now is I got some guests that want to come on the podcast and I'm going to keep, and I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm not going to say their names yet because they haven't showed up. I say their names uh, once they show up and I can get them on here. And then I do like a preview or something like that, but I mean, that's the direction I'm going to go. And it, it don't have to, and it's not going to be. Uh, I'm not saying it's not going to be anything along that. If somebody wants to come on my podcast and they want to talk about their situation with their family and get the word out the same way I did. I'd be more than willing to help anybody with that. I can show you what I did. I mean, if you don't want to do it on mine, I'm, it doesn't matter. I, mean, I I'm willing to help, but you know, just I want to keep it with guests and it's going to be you know positive stuff, Oklahoma stuff. I don't like looking at the listening to the news today. And all I hear is bad stuff. I want to talk about some good stuff too. I mean, I want people to hear the good stuff. They all, on the news, they always pick the best and the, uh, the 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 worst of the worst to talk about. They don't talk about the good people that are that are doing the same stuff that are doing it for the right reasons. They don't talk about that. Uh, so I just want to keep it keep it cool. Talk about different stuff. Go from there. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff in here in Oklahoma that we can talk about. But still, we're blown up on the news about everything else going on in the world. Everybody that's listening, I mean, we've had. I think almost 400, over 400 downloads right now. And, you know, that's 400 pe- more people that knows about my dad than they did. You know, and then somebody out there listens and somebody can get some answers, you know, to tell whoever you need to tell. Just tell the right people. If you know something, you know, you got to, I mean, tell somebody. Some guests coming up, I think I'll be really excited to hear from. And another thing, if you got anybody, you know, anybody that wants to be on the podcast, please uh, let me know. You can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, Mr. Bean's Podcast on Facebook, uh, or Mr. Bean's Podcast 1 on Twitter. Thank you. God bless. Remember, if you have any information leading up to the arrest or conviction of the murder of Barry J. Bean, please respond to at Mr. Bean Podcast 1 on Twitter or Facebook at Mr. Bean's Podcast. You can also like and follow on Pod Bean and leave a comment. Thank you. Have a blessed day.